Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. What's up, guys? Brian Scott Rippey here. A couple quick programming notes. One, uh, this is not your typical Wednesday podcast. Uh, Due to some scheduling conflicts, we're trying to get this interview with uh, Snacks up and running. Borky and I decided we will move our normal Wednesday show to tomorrow after the Ole Miss basketball game against Missouri on Wednesday evening. So you'll still get three shows this week, but we will do a Thursday show and then the Mailbag Friday show. But we wanted to go ahead and get this interview out because it is too electric not to share we have Thomas Snacks Lee, the uh, internet sensation, uh, took over the uh, World Wide Web over the last couple of days. Jackson State basketball manager got in at the end of the game. There's a video with the radio radio call hooked up, crowd going nuts. Stop me if this story sounds familiar, but drains a deep triple, absolutely electric. Doesn't bother to get back on defense because defense is for wimps, hyping up the crowd. Just Snacks is an incredibly funny dude, makes a positive impact on people, and is uh, just an absolute joy to talk to. So anyway, this was too relatable of a story not to get on the podcast. So without further ado, here is Thomas Long Range Sniper Snacks Lee. All right, we now welcome on the man of the hour, uh, the people's hero, a Long range sniper Thomas Snacks Lee. I appreciate you joining us. It's been a uh, it's been a hell of a 2448 hours for you. What's up, man? What's going on, man? It, it, it has been, man. It's been it's been life changing, man. It's been a lot of publicity. It's been a lot of um, shout outs and mentions. It, it's been uh, very pivotal in what I'm uh, doing right now in life. I uh, I guess we'll start there. When you hit the three, I imagine obviously you knew everyone in the gym was feeling it. They had been chanting your name to get in the game, but did you think it would blow up like this? Um, anytime, anytime when you have a lot of people that's recording, you got a a big audience. Uh, most times, you know, even being a big guy, if you go in and make a shot in Division One game, you know it's gonna blow up. So I kind of felt <laughs> that it, they were gonna push it when it was on. Gonna go through, so. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, no, you're, I hear you on that one, man. So, all right. So, I, as, as we were messaging back and forth before we were recording, I, uh, I, I messaged you that I kind of had a similar story. I was a manager for a year, and then I went to a small high school. So it was one of those things where, like, if you wanted to play, they just handed you a jersey. So you actually kind of had to work for this. How did this idea actually come about? Like, how, when did you know you were going to get in a game? Um, for for a series of two years, I had always often joked with our head coach, Coach Brent, um, about dressing out of the team on the last home game of my senior year. So we kind of joked about it, and um, sometimes sometimes it looked like it wouldn't happen. But uh, I'm just grateful that he gave me the opportunity to be able to uh, fulfill my dream and dress out with the team and actually uh, kick in. So um, it just it's just amazing how uh, opportunity presented itself and how uh, delivered. They uh, so they start chanting your name. When are you getting the sense that you're probably actually about to go in? Because I know the score was kind of getting up there. Like, did you have a pretty good idea at the in the fourth quarter you were going to get in? Oh uh, yeah, it, it, um, we had a pretty uh, good margin in the in the first half, and um, once we once we jumped out on, I kind of felt like we were going to get in. We got probably like the last media timeout. They uh, crowd started chanting, "We want snacks. We want snacks." So. <laughs> 
coach kind of felt like, you know, I got I to get a man. And then I got a little discouraged that, like, the midway time in the second half, so we, we were kind of uh, sluggish out there, and they started chopping the lead down, but the guys turned the intensity back up, and they uh, delivered for me and gave me the opportunity to get out there. So you're feeling it as soon as you check in, though, right? Because you're pumping up the crowd. Like you're probably feeling the energy at that point. I imagine there had to have been some adrenaline going. There's only one right answer here. Did you ever consider passing? Yeah, I said, I said you had to have been feeling kind of the energy and everything in the building. There's only one right answer here. Did you ever consider passing? Oh, honestly, no. Absolutely. That's the right answer. Yeah. I actually, the team, my teammates, they actually uh, were telling me, they were like, man, we're going to give the ball every time, man. Just let it ride. Don't think about anything. Just shoot the ball. So, uh, it was on my mind the whole all position. I was just going to shoot the ball every time I took it. Was, uh, it was very Clay Thompson-esque in the sense that, like, I mean, there was no dribbling. And I was kind of the same way, but I, we've never met. But I'm, like, 5'6", if I was wearing, like, heels or baseball spikes. So, like, any time I would put the ball on the floor – bad shit was going to happen to me. So you didn't even consider dribbling. You're just hitting it from 25, 28 feet. That first one goes up, what are you thinking? Like, was there a point where you were kind of like, uh, I don't know if this is going to happen. I need to deliver. Uh, but I imagine it had to be a relief when that first one kind of, uh, when that one finally fell. Oh, uh, yeah, man. When I shot the, I shot the first, uh, my first shot actually was an air ball. <laughs> uh, Relatable. A lot of people were like, they, they probably thought I was going to get discouraged, but I stayed the course, and uh, I continued to shoot. My second two shots, they got closer and closer, so I felt like, well, I'm warm now. I, I feel like I got to make one, and then the crowd was behind me, so I felt like I had to get the fans what they wanted. So to see that purple when it go in, it was, it was major. Absolutely, dude. So, all right, so it goes in, and, I like, if you had told me in that moment that I had had wings and started floating up to the rafters, I probably would have, wouldn't have called you a liar. What are you feeling in that moment? Because I imagine you're probably on top of the world. Oh, man, any time that, you know, that I can uh, put, put a, a positive impact on the universe or do something significant like that to get nationally recognized by famous people um, and everything of that nature, I don't take that um, for granted, so. Anytime that I can, I can um, make my family look good, my university look good, the whole uh, Jack State Men basketball program, that's always uh, special to me. The, right, so after you hit it, like the, I think the most power move in the entire thing was that you stayed on that end of the floor and you were still celebrating, like, because defense is for chumps, but they get it back and they threw it to you and you almost had another shot. Do you think a dunk would have been in the cards if they hadn't overthrown that last ball? Oh, I'm pretty sure that would have been tough. <laughs> I would have most definitely probably tried to pull something out that would have got the crowd hyped. And all, on a more serious note, obviously managers work their tail off, and they put in long hours and don't always get their due. How? Just kind of di diving into your backstory a little bit, how long have you been a manager, and how long have you been involved with the program in general? Well, I've been involved with the program for the course of 15 years. I, I uh, I was a manager. I was a manager uh, in 2015. Uh, I uh, I had always been around the program, and uh, you know, so they gave me a chance. They gave me a chance and a, a moment to be able to, to fulfill my dream. Because I always told like former players and things like that uh, that that I would uh, that I one day play. But, you know, everybody jokes. So to actually see that moment actually happened to me to get a chance, it was it was, it was epic. 
So I read that you got the nickname Snacks is that you would always come in the locker room when you first started being manager with Snacks. And I read that you gave people Skittles before the game. Is that still something you do? or did you? And did you eat any Skittles right, before it's, that? It's, it's, it's an um, ongoing tradition. I, uh, I, I kept it going. <laughs> so did you eat any Skittles before that game? Oh, I actually, I didn't. I actually ate two cough <laughs> I, I hear you on that one. You might want to keep that going. So, the first couple you hit, they were pretty deep. and then, Or the first couple you took. And then that third one was kind of about 24, 25 feet from the corner. When it leaves your hand, did you know you had it? With, with my shots in that particular spot, I always know how to judge it. And uh, I'm really very confident from that spot. So, once I, I saw it on target... I felt like, yeah, this is the one. So once I made it, man, the crowd's electric, and, and it just felt like I had arrived. I didn't even get back on defense, actually. I, uh, I saw the crowd celebrating, so so I wanted to celebrate with the crowd. That's uh, that's pretty great. I, I don't blame you for that one. So uh, what happened after the game? Like, what were, like, the obviously the buzzer sounds. Like, what was the locker room like afterward? It was, man, it was electric, man. It was a lot of love. It was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of, uh, Recognition, anytime like get recognition from alumni, fans, or uh, the support from uh, friends, the support from uh, from uh, all all the athletic directors, and uh, to be recognized by the swag office and everything like that. That's always uh, amazing plus. So it was it was very uh, it was very uh, important to me. It was very special to me, and uh, I didn't take that moment for granted. And I had to make sure I made the most of that moment. I imagine though, like I, I, I like recalling back. Like, when I hit a, hit the thing and it finally went in, I was kind of a little mad the clock was going down. I was just getting started. I was wanting to hang half a hundred on him. Did you feel like you were just getting heated up? Oh, I felt like if I had got a problem about two more shots, I thought we got another one to go in. So I felt like that would have been, that would have been major for me to be able to uh, get that shot to drop. What is, uh, what is, who's the most famous shout-out you've gotten so far? I walked through your social media, and it looks like you've gotten quite a few. Kevin Durant was on there. What is, uh, what has that kind of been like? Oh, man, it's been very special. Anytime your favorite player in the world, uh, recognizes you and knows who you are, I uh, feel like that's a special moment. And I also saw, like, some other celebrities, uh, such as, like, Clint Capella, uh, Lethal Shooter, people like that. So, um, anytime that I can be recognized and, I have a positive impact on not only on myself and my family, but the university. It's always a major plus. I saw that he labeled you Snipes. Are you going to stick with Snacks, or is Snipes a possibility as as a pivot or a nickname change? Um, I, it's, it's been kind of like a lot of mixtures and combinations. So it, it's a lot that's in the mix right now. I, uh, I'm not sure of what direction we're going to go in with the nicknames, but <laughs> but we but we're um. We're most definitely thinking some things, too. So, y'all got two games left, and then you've got the SWAC tournament. Just kind of what's your mindset going forward? Like, how, how do you uh, – not that you would top that, but obviously y'all still have some season left. What is uh, what is just kind of your mindset going forward now that this has happened? Yeah. Oh, no worries. I was just – like, you've got two games left in the season – I don't know how you'd be able to top this. Just for you, what is your personal mindset going forward? Uh, my personal mindset is anything that I can do to help my team. If it's staying up late watching uniform, if, it, if it's motivating a player that's struggling um, in, a, in, a, in a game, giving them confidence, uh, uh, encouraging the guys that we can do this, giving the team hope, anything that I can do 
to continue to keep the chemistry where it is and continue to make everything flourish on our team, I don't take it lightly. So it's just, it's just always uh, good to know that you have an impact on the team and that you uh, that you really uh, – you know, uh, some of the work that you do, you don't go unnoticed. So it's, it's just always big to be able to uh, just have an impact Sometimes managers don't get recognition. And for me to be able to get that moment in, as a manager, looking for a player role, it was very special. Last thing I got for you is I did, when you went back and watched, like the, the radio announcers were hyping you up pretty good. Like that was probably the most electric part of the video. Like obviously you probably weren't aware of that at the time, but what did you think when you listened back and you heard the announcers kind of going nuts and losing it? Oh, man, it was special, man. I, uh, I listened to it. I was like, man, uh, I was like, man, no way, no way, uh, these people, uh, no way these, these people, uh, really just was, the animation, they were next level, man, they were next level. Yeah, I mean, you took over the whole gym, you had the entire crowd chanting your name, chanting your name, you had the, you had the radio announcers, it was, uh, it was electric, man, I really appreciate your time today, please keep, uh, being as positive as you are and providing as much joy as you did in that clip, because that was awesome, and you made a bunch of people happy, and I, including myself, and I, I really appreciate it, man. Oh, man, I thank you for having me, man, it's very special, man, I appreciate you guys taking out your time to allow me to come, come and, um, be a part of you guys, so. Absolutely, dude. Have a good one. Never pass and keep shooting triples. Oh, definitely, most definitely. And that was Thomas Snacks Lee. What just an absolutely electric uh, story, electric interview, uh, electric three ball, however you want to describe it. That was just awesome. That was the best internet video I've seen in a long time. Brought back a lot of memories. Almost teared up. Uh, but Snacks put on an incredible show. Far, uh, far far better than any show that's ever gone down in the Jackson Academy gym, no matter how many numbers they retire up there. But hope you all enjoyed that interview. That was awesome. Snacks is a great dude. He's turning this into a really cool and awesome thing, making a positive impact on people and bringing them joy. I really thought that was awesome. I hope you guys did as well. Uh, Like I mentioned at the top of this clip, me and Borky will be back at it on Thursday for like your normal Wednesday show will be on Thursday. Just a little easier to do with only baseball happening last night and basketball happening uh, tonight as in Wednesday evening. So still getting three shows this week. We will just be back at it on Thursday, then your normal Mailbag Friday show. Uh, but may you all continue to shoot triples and never pass just like Snacks and I. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.